Whoa, 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 okay. whoa, whoa. So I'm not going to tell you what I'm about to play. I'm just going to play it. Okay. Um... Now I'm going to let you have the visual. Oh my god. Previously on Booze and Buffy. Okay, yeah, let's have <laughs> I actually would really love it if this episode just in- devolved into Harrison and Ben shame Jason. How do you feel about that, Jason? Uh, not, not, um... I'm not for it, but <laughs> I mean, pretty, I, you can't control how these things go. <laughs> I'm pretty excited that this is finally being recorded. So do you want us to tell you what Power Bottoms are? Please about? educate okay. me, because we end our podcast with Go Slay and Be Gay. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I want to like show that I'm willing to learn about the community. Okay, so, so you know what a bottom is. Yeah. It's the person who... Somebody who's receiving. In the butt. During this scene, uh, Drusilla is like acting horny because that's like what she does. Uh, Angelus is taunting Spike, and I counted makes four ableist comments during it. I mean, he is evil. Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one by one. While we will be discussing plot points relevant to this episode. All future episodes will remain spoiler-free. I'm Harrison, and I am the desiccated husk of the swim team. And I'm Jason, and I'm not planning on going to Long John Silver's anytime soon. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Harrison, what episode are we watching today? Well, Jason, unfortunately, (laughs) we are watching an episode that I feel is almost appropriate because you've not been feeling well so it feels um uh timely (laughs) we are watching season two episode 20 go fish um this is the one where for some reason they decided to do a subpar monster of the week episode (laughs) in the middle of the angelus arc one episode before the two-part finale I feel like I'm really channeling David Rose from Shit's Creek right now. Like, <laughs> That's what you get when you have a 22 episode order and only like fair. 16 episodes worth of plot. No, that is so fair. <laughs> um, but uh, unlike last week, which was also kind of Monster of the Week, this one just does not work. Um, but the actual plot of this episode is that um, the swim team takes steroids and it turns them into monsters. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> go Fish was written by Ellen Hampton and David Fury and directed by David Simmel and originally aired on May 5th, 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the first episode written by David Fury, who will go on to write several much better episodes of um, of Buffy and Angel, but also um, Lost and Fringe and Hannibal and uh, Homeland and 24. Like, a lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah, so I'm blaming Ellen. (laughs) 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 Um, Who never wrote another episode. I I can imagine David Fury just like, he's new and he's like, oh, I have an idea. No, I probably shouldn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) And just like writes down on his little notepad. 
<laughs> I was really shocked when I was pulling that information and I was like, David, like he wrote some of the best episodes of, of both shows. He wrote You're Welcome from Angel. Like, um, which is really good. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also, um, just a, not a, I'm going to be fairly vague, but in, uh, he plays the mustard man in a certain oh, yeah? episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. Hear that? If you keep watching Buffy, you'll know who the Mustard Man is. <laughs> Do you know the Mustard Man? <laughs> <laughs> Play that intro music! Booze and Buffy! What are you drinking this week, Jason? I am drinking a Yingling traditional lager. Yes. I am drinking, um, this is new to me, it is a uh, Champagne Velvet brand beer. Um, it's a premium Pilsen. I believe it's pronounced Champagne. <laughs> uh, uh, premium Pilsener? I've never seen Pilsner spelled that way with an E in the middle of it. Um, so I think it's Pilsner. <laughs> um, it's called The Beer with the Million Dollar Flavor. Um, oh, it's from Upland Brewing Company. I actually am familiar with Upland. Does, does that mean that Clint Eastwood's going to take it off life support at the end? <laughs> I don't understand. Million Dollar Baby? Oh, okay. So, for some reason... Okay, I I just want you to know where my brain... (laughs) What what just happened in my brain. For some reason, Clint Eastwood, in my mind, was replaced by George Clooney. Ooh, no! So, I was thinking thinking the descendants. Bad Harrison. takes his wife off life support. But then I was like, how does that relate to this? Like, um, so, okay. Well, I, I, I don't know how I got those two, because very different. I thought I was the one, like, feeling bad right now, but there's something wrong with you, buddy. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> last night, I, um, so I'm doing, uh, for listeners, I'm doing, I'm in a show right now, and we had a read-through last night, and we were having just kind of a discussion, and at one point I said the word interpretate. It's, it's not a word. <laughs> um, George W. Bush would be proud. Oh gosh. Uh, so yes. So that's we're we're drinking beer tonight. And then um, also I just was really like anchoring some beer, and I asked Jason to bring some, and I did. Um, so Jason, would you lead us in a toast, please? I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ellen and David weren't, so maybe they don't have to. Um. Here's to the people who didn't play sports in high school. Not that there's anything wrong with the people who did, but a lot of times the people who didn't got a little bit of flack for it. Mm-hmm. So if you never played sports in high school, it's okay. You're awesome. Cheers. Um, I dated a swimmer in high school. Nice. Yeah, he was out. Of course, I have to say, your high school swim team motto was something that we always made fun of at St. X. Swim like a rock. <laughs> so, so listeners, I went to Trinity, which is a um, a private high school here in Louisville. Um, and um, I don't think we've actually really talked about this on the podcast. Jason went to St. X. Oh no, we, like, we've we've mentioned it before. Okay, like, yeah, rival rival schools. Um, but our swim team is awesome. By the way, it's like probably the best swim team in the entire nation. Oh, your yeah, swim team was way better than ours. It's, yeah, it still is. There, but. Uh, no, like they have like they have not lost a state championship since I've been alive. 
Wow. So probably they're on fish monster steroids. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, our, at Trinity, our, our mascot was Shamrocks. And all of the, every, like, club or sport, the motto for it was, like, blank like a rock, because we were the rocks. And for some, it made more sense. Like, um, like the wrestling team. It was like, wrestle like a rock. I mean, that doesn't make sense, but it, <laughs> but it's better than the swim team, swim like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, although, my swimmer boyfriend did not go to Trinity. Um, he went to... Um, he went to collegiate somehow like the only school I could have said that was bougier than either of the schools you and I went to. <laughs> yeah. At first I thought like what other, what other, what other school has a pool that totally makes sense that they would have a pool. You know, I don't know that collegiate does have a pool. I mean, I only ever went to collegiate's campus. Um, well, I went there a lot cause I did, um, I, uh, did theater with kids acting against cancer okay then, and we rehearsed there because most of them went to collegiate so i spent most of my time in the arts building but i just don't even know where they would have a pool on that campus i i'd be willing to wet be willing to bet <laughs> that like most of the um most of the swim teams in the city they probably practice at um I know there are a few that practice at St. X besides St. X. Either at St. X or at UofL. Yeah. Um, at the Natatorium. Yeah. I'm hey, should we talk about Buffy? <laughs> should we? <laughs> Does Buffy deserve to be talked about this week? <laughs> you know, I, I've mentioned on the podcast before, um, John and I are watching Buffy right now. It's his first time through the show. And when we got to this episode, I was like... Maybe we'll skip it. Like, um, I, I do hate saying that episodes are skippable, but this episode is so skippable. I even thought about skipping it for the podcast. There was a part of me that was just like, oh, what if we just went straight to becoming? And I was like, But it's no. in our mission statement. In Every mission episode, statement. one, one by, by one. So, here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, go fish. Um, this is the one I was talking about earlier in the season. Uh, when we were talking about bad eggs, that uh, you know, I I do think bad eggs is actually objectively a worse episode. <laughs> I um, I, but this one is so frustrating because it is placed where it is right before the finale, <laughs> right before and and right after. Maybe if this had come after Killed by Death, you know. Yeah, but. Uh, <sighs> So, sorry, I, I, I don't like this episode. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah, but there are some bright spots, um, and I think we're going to have fun, despite, All right. despite it. <laughs> well, it opens up on a, uh, on a beach party, because mm-hmm. the swim team has just won a meet, yep. and uh, God, Xander's probably in his most annoying mode this whole episode, because... Yeah, all he does is just rant about how, like, oh, man, these guys are, like, these guys were nerds, but now they swim, so they're cool. And I'm like, oh, God, shut up. But what? A, look at Xander's arc for the episode. He's a nerd. Then he swims. But he doesn't make it to cool. <laughs> um, 
but you know what? For an episode where we do have some a lot of irritating Xander stuff, they are just eclipsed yeah. by the behavior of the swim team, except for a sweet Gage. <laughs> I actually... I don't know. Gage is kind of an asshole, though. Um, if for nothing else than, like, Willow's trying to teach in the computer lab. That's and he's, true. And he's, like, playing solitaire. I, I'll agree with that. But this when bu- the second Buffy, like, rescues him, he turns into, like, Buffy's puppy dog. <laughs> to see where he stops swimming to wave at her. I was like, that's so cute. Also, uh, Gage is played by Wentworth Miller, who is very cute. And he's well known for uh, being in Prison Break. And uh, for being Captain Cold on the uh, on the Flash and later in Legends of Tomorrow, and um, he is also openly gay, which is nice. Good I for mean, him. like it's it is what it is, but also it's nice. Yeah, um, I just like it when attractive people play for my team, and maybe I can have sex with them. You're married. Maybe I can have sex with them. All right. <laughs> 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 Listen, it's called window shopping. <laughs> you don't buy anything, but you still can look. Well, I definitely know you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out on you. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have yeah. You're right. We have this uh, beach party, and um, I like this. Um, so we have a scene between um, Xander, Willow, and Cordy. And Cordy's basically just like, she's so pumped. Um, it's I, And I get it. As a cheerleader, it must be nice to cheer on, even though I'm sure they don't have cheerleaders at the swim meets. But it's nice that someone at their school is winning something. Um, <laughs> Willow has maybe one of my favorite lines where he, she's like, um, like they're like we never win anything and Willow's like except for mortality rates <laughs> and, and Xander yells number one <laughs> <laughs> and Cordelia laughs at it uh, which is this, so, is this like, not a Buffy thing it's a weird general TV thing for me I hate when I'm watching TV and a character makes a joke and the other characters don't laugh and not that, like, when they don't laugh because it's the point that the character's joke wasn't funny. It's just, like... It, it's know, almost it's, like they've been told not to laugh. Yes. Um, it's one of the things I love about... Um, weird place to bring this in, but I love about that 70s show is in the hangout scenes. Like, they laugh at each other's jokes in a very natural way. They do the same thing in Friends, too. like Because, yeah. uh, like, when they're ragging on each other, then, like... Normally, like, they all just kind of, like, smile or whatever, and it's like, people would always ask that stupid question, like, oh, are you guys friends in real life? Like, yes, of course they're friends in real life. (laughs) So, all that is to say, we're at this beach party, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, they, um, while this is happening, Buffy's just, like, off on her own, and the... Yeah, she's just kind of like looking at the ocean, and then this guy, is this Cameron? Uh, Cameron Walker, yeah. according to the, uh, actually, he, they do say his name in the episode, because Yeah, they say Cam, at least. Yeah, it's definitely like, they say it when they're talking about, I mean, after he dies, they identify him as, yeah. Yeah, he walks up, or and does that awful, awful thing that, that, um... 
basically cocky guys do. Oh, they think that God. everything that they say is deep. And oh. like, oh, if I just keep talking, then this girl's going to take off her pants. Like, and you know what? I would not be surprised if I've been guilty of that once or twice. I don't think I have. Nothing comes to mind. I mean, but I don't think I've ever been as bad as he is in this. It's like, so oh gross. god, he's just like, and he's you know he's he's not he's, like he is fishing for something. <laughs> he's not as bad in this scene as he gets later. It's it's in this scene he comes across more as just like aggressively cheesy. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's obviously super easy to see how that leads into his behavior. Just plain later. aggressive. Um, but he's, yeah, he's just like, oh, the ocean. It's where we all come from and where we're all going to go. And it's deep. <laughs> like it's me. Our mother. And it's just, I feel so much when I think about the ocean. Sometimes I lay in bed at night and I think about the ocean and I jerk off. Because I love the ocean. Because I want to swim. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Buffy is like the opposite of Sploosh right now. And so am I. <laughs> um, they're interrupted by Jonathan. From maps. A brand new look. What was that? Uh, that I, I forgot to turn the sounds on my laptop off after we watched that YouTube video, and I got an alert from Maps. Apparently Maps has a brand new look. Uh. Um, that's why my laptop is typically on mute while we record. Um, so, Jonathan, who gets his name in Hooray! this episode. Hooray, Jonathan! The naming shall be now, and the name shall be Jonathan. <laughs> um, he's... Uh, Taking the 1998 version of the Ice Bucket Challenge, where bullies shove your face into ice. Yeah. Yep. Stops it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sees a guy with a, with a, what, cartoon shark tattoo? <laughs> yeah. And says, like, what, was Tweet, were they out of Tweety Bird or something? Pretty sick bird. <laughs> like, the tattoo is awful. And I think it, you know, its existence is there so that we like, recognize. It, imagine, it imagine Jabberjaw, but like a discount Jabberjaw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> we're gonna slam so many swimmers today. Oh, that was a bit of a tongue twister right there. So slam so many swimmers. Yeah, Susie slams so many swimmers by the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> Susie grew up. <laughs> um, Buffy rescues them, um, and Jonathan is like, "Leave me alone. I can handle it myself." Is that important later? Kind of. Um, <laughs> ultimately, no. As but, important as this episode is, <laughs> yeah. Um, they the bullies walk away. Um, Dodd is the um, is the one who With has the tattoo, tattoo, and then Gage is the other one. Wentworth so, Miller. Um, they, they, they're just talking about, like, Buffy's weird. She's weird. Yeah, she is weird. And then one of them's like, oh, the ocean. <laughs> and then, like, uh, Gage just says, like, oh, dude, that is, what, rank or something, something like that? Like something. Yeah, like, this is so, this is so early 90s and we're in, like, 98 right now. Yep. Seriously, um, it was like watching a deleted scene from Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gage leaves, and uh, 
we off, we hear the sound. What sounds like, and I think the episode wants us to doves cry, is that um, Dodd is being attacked, mm-hmm. and we um, he we see basically his skin left behind, and um, yeah, so a some good old walking away, good old Dodd jerky. <laughs> so. Obviously, the episode wants us to think that these monsters are killing the swim, the swim team. Um, it's, I, I think it's supposed to be I'm, a twist that the monsters I are never, the swim I team. never once think that because, like, if you see somebody that's like just skin, right, and then, a monster walking away, yeah, like, then that that clearly means that, like, oh, that's the person they just like came out of their skin, right, and I. I that's I think a big to me a big fault of this episode is that it thinks that that's a twist, and it's really obvious from literally the pre credit scene. Yep. Um, so uh, then we get the credits. Um, the next day at school, Willow is still teaching computer science class. Yep. Um, and they're making pie graphs. Making pie charts. Yeah. Maybe in 1908, making a pie graph on a computer was impressive. Yeah, it seemed like <laughs> something that like is easily done in Microsoft Excel. Yeah, I do it Oops, all the time me. for work. Which has been around for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe at that point it took a little more effort. Um, or maybe it's just like a simple computer applications class and it's like, oh, hey, know how to use this. Maybe these are the really stupid kids. Gage is in there. Um, they, uh, so this is where Gage is playing solitaire on his computer. Um, as class leaves, Principal Snyder, um, talks to Willow there. After talking to Gage and saying like, let's do it. Because he's really excited that they're winning now. Principal Snyder is not good. Um, he tells Willow they're unable to find a replacement for Miss Calendar. Of course they are. Like, <laughs> um, Lots of people have been watching Buffy and they know. <laughs> um, so um, according to the wiki, the nurse and the coach are the fifth and sixth staff, uh, like faculty members to die in the series. So so they're five and six. Number four would have been um, the teacher in uh, I Only Have Eyes for You. Um, yeah. The janitor shoots. Three would be Jenny Calendar. Jenny Calendar. Um, one of them is Dr. Gregory from uh, Teacher's Pet, the original science teacher. Okay. I can't. I don't know who the last one would be. I don't know either, unless you can like Principal Flutie. Oh, fucking Principal <laughs> Flutie! It's Principal <laughs> Flutie. All right, so there we go. There we have our our six uh, Sunnydale faculty members who are dead at this point. Um, I'm actually surprised the number is that low. <laughs> it seems like it should be higher. I guess a lot of students are dying, though. True. <laughs> the teachers are just using the students as as. As uh, human shields. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, you know, this is important, though. It just serves to inform us that Willow is going to continue to be the computer science teacher. Yeah. Um, despite being a student. Okay. Um, 
But then we also, he um, confronts her that um, Gage is, uh, she's failing Gage because he's not doing any of the work or taking the tests. Um, And uh, if he's failing, he can't be on the swim team. And if he's not on the swim team, then they're not going to win meets. Yes. Uh, So she encourages him to... Find a grade, what's he say, a grade more suitable to... An athlete of Gage's caliber. Yeah. Something in the D range. (laughs) Which Xander later takes great offense to. Yeah. Some of them work hard to earn their Ds. Yeah, but like... If these athletes are supposed to be getting Ds, what's Xander's excuse? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I really want to rag on Xander like all episode. And I probably will. It's fair. It's like every other episode of Booze and Buffy. Um, so the next day, Buffy uh, Cameron gives Buffy a ride to school, and I can't. Is that established that he was gonna give her a ride to school? It feels weird. Well, he ends like I think the one of the last things he says to Buffy is like, "Oh, I just like hanging out with you." Um, so it, it never is established that he's gonna give her a ride. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, it. Uh, Buffy implies that like this guy will not shut up. Oh my god! While talking, like w- while they're like together, and uh, yeah, so she tries to like leave, and he says, "Are you wearing a bra?" Which, Ew. like, look, I don't Rude. care. Look, if things are going your way, like, say this girl is totally into it. <laughs> you still? Why? Why would you say that? You wouldn't say that. It's so gross, um, and I yeah. He's Why would you say that? Like that doesn't anyone, even make sense. I, it's not even that it's gross. It's just dumb. Is it? I'm trying to think of. The, is there any context where it would be appropriate to ask someone if they're wearing a bra? And honestly, I'm coming up empty. No, because like, if somebody is not wearing underwear, which hey can be sort of sexy, um, <laughs> like. They, it's only sexy if they say that they're not wearing underwear. Yeah. So like, you're trying to lead or, them on to the sexiness, and that's just lame. This guy continues like to be a, lame. If you have like, if you're in a relationship or or have a, an established relationship where that is a dynamic that you have established between yourselves. Yeah. If it's is, like a a thing of your alls. Yeah. That's. But it's just like yeah. To just like, ugh, gross. Sarah Michelle Gellar just does such a good fucking job of selling how bored she is by this guy <laughs> and then how Dude. disgusted she yeah. is and it's just it's so great when he um he says um oh gosh what does he say to her that um it's like oh like i'm not gonna hurt you and she's like oh don't worry i'm not worried about or like i'm not the one i'm worried about yeah or something. and when he tries um, to- yeah she tries to leave and he locks the doors mm-hmm. to the car so basically he's about to sexually assault her. Yeah. And so she like uh twists his arm and smacks his face right into the steering wheel. It's so good. Right, I love to see it. Love right to see it. when Snyder walks by. Yeah, and, don't you love know, to see that. Yeah, you know Snyder just he automatically looks for ways to blame Buffy for stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh and this the the next scene is so upsetting we have the nurse it's uh the nurse the coat the swim coach principal snyder buffy and cameron um he the nurse is fixing up his nose and um 
uh, Cameron tells them that Buffy was leading her, him on. Yeah. The coach tells her to dress more appropriately. Yeah. Uh, just like all of the fucking. Yeah, things he she actually saved. like I think uh. Cameron actually says like, oh, and the way she's dressed, like she was asking for it. No, like he straight up fucking says yeah. it. Yeah. And this is still a goddamn thing that we are seeing happen today on February. Fifth. February 5th, 2020. Like, <laughs> it is so... Almost 22 years later, we're still seeing this fucking It's not shit. good. And what, honestly, it upsets me. I mean, it upsets me to hear, hear them say it in this scene. But none of these characters are sympathetic. It gets me more upset in the next scene where... Um, Buffy is is telling Giles, Willow, and Xander about this, and they're very dismissive of her. Um, and the implication is that she's been kind of ranting for a long time, and they're just kind of bored of it, but... Mm. So I'm trying to like pull yeah. up to make sure I get this name right, um, but... Based off of both... Right. Okay, so there is this... Um, there's this author. Like I think that this is a this is a story that athletes have um, athletes have like privilege over other people. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that comes up uh, quite a bit, and um, I think the best telling of that story is Bear Town, which okay. is a Definitely. novel by um, Friedrich Bachman. A, he's a Swedish writer. Um, I think probably the most familiar thing that people would know are uh, is a man called Ove because that became like an Academy Award dominated yeah. uh, movie. I've not seen it, but I I, rem- I remember when it came out. But yeah, it's um, and it, it's it very much like is written in the style of um, something like that, like some that like that story persists. It's mm-hmm. about a hockey team and. Uh, like it does a very good job of like building up like the first like all these characters you really start to relate to like every single player on the team you start like cheering for whatever and then like the middle of the book like the big kind of like reveal is that um he has he tries to assault like the coach's daughter oh wow and um and yeah like uh it's and like the vibe that it gets um if you're interested it's like it's kind of like if um, you had the tone of Fargo, but also the tone of Friday Night Lights. Okay. And um, a sequel came out a couple years ago called Us Against You. And uh, that sounds I, ha- familiar. I haven't read it yet. Um, it's on my big list of books to read. But uh, Bear Town, it's really, really good. Okay. Um, and then, of course, the real life analog, too, um, that we talked, um, Tyler and I talked about in our Reptile Boy episode. That, that's, that swimmer. Brock Turner. Brock Turner, that's yeah. what it was. Um, now, obviously, Brock Turner, you know, full on sexually assaulted a woman, you, you know, the, the, the circumstances are Yeah, not I forgot comparable. his name because I normally just think of him as Rapey McRape face. I mean, yes. Um, Fair. Um, the circumstances aren't quite comparable to what we're seeing here, but the it's all part of of that of of, of rape culture. 
yeah. where we normalize sexual violence against women and tell women it's their fault. And even though I'm frustrated in this scene that her friends um, are a little dismissive towards her, it doesn't necessarily read as unrealistic. Yeah. Um, especially considering she came out on top, you know, she was able, successfully able to defend herself. I feel like maybe everyone's like, well, nothing actually bad happened to her, but yeah. And I think, I think, I I think, uh, with, um, at least with, uh, Willow and Xander, they may just like, are used to Buffy, like beating the shit out of guys. Um, so they're kind of immune to it, but that, again, that doesn't excuse it. And, yeah. it, and just because I she think successfully this is, defended herself yeah. doesn't mean that she wasn't assaulted. And I, mean, I think this is poor writing because Xander, like, immediately, or Xander in, like, the last scene that he was in before, like, the uh, Buffy in the car with Cam is that uh, he says, oh, I, I think the biggest thing that makes me mad is that Buffy isn't here to share my rage about, like, Oh, I have to work for my D's, but the, like the swimmers get them without having to work at all. Yeah, and then and, and she is yeah, sharing she her is. age. Yeah, with something <laughs> a lot more serious, and they look at her like they're so dismissive, and yeah. like, what is going on? This is this is bad. Yeah, and it leads to like an even worse scene later. Yeah, um, the the I, I think when you're dealing with the subject, there are certain subjects. I think um, sexual assault um, and suicide are two subjects that you have to be careful when you're writing about. You know, they are... um, uh, And I don't think that this episode, I think it throws it in there without any regard for what it's actually talking about, which is disappointing. Because it, it really is just there for... You know, the episode doesn't... Uh, really deal with it there's there's no scene where Buffy addresses the fact that uh, her friends were dismissive of this it's just there Um, and to me I I don't if if you if you can't deal with that in a responsible way it shouldn't be in the story and this episode you could jettison all of that stuff yeah and I mean, the episode would still suck, but <laughs> but it wouldn't affect the story at all. It's, yeah, it's just there, and I ugh, it it just doesn't work for me. It's not good. Um, and uh, yeah, and like uh, they like what is Buffy? I, I can't even remember what they end up talking about after that. I was so enraged. <laughs> so after that, basically, we uh, they learn that uh, I already forgot his name. Don. Don. Um, uh, was killed the night before. They found his skin. Yeah. Um, they are not advertising that to the school, I guess, for once. Um, so not so the members of the swim team don't know this. And uh, there is a great bit right now uh, in the or in this scene where um, they're trying to figure out like, oh, what demon won't eat the skin because they think he was eaten and his oh, skin yeah. was up behind. And Buffy goes, maybe it's a demon trying to watch his cholesterol. And then he's like, no one laughs. And Buffy just goes, you're going to think about that later to Giles. And you're going to laugh. Well, I remember uh, I remember Xander saying, like, uh, the skin is the best part. And He's right. <laughs> no, he's not. That's uh, You're gross. Oh, shit. You are gross, sir. <laughs> I am a big fan of the skin. Although, <laughs> I, I like fried chicken. Mm. All right. So, what do you... So, 
If you could only <laughs> eat the skin or only eat the chicken, which one would you oh, eat? I would absolutely like eat if I had to pick between the two. I would eat the chicken. Um, okay, but because it, it kind of reminds me of going back to Friends, like the episode where Joey just is like, "I think we've all established who's who's nasty and who's not." Oh, by the way, I'm only eating the skin, so the rest of this chicken's up for grabs, and whoever <laughs> wants it, and like. That's what I thought you were oh, saying. Oh no! See, yeah. I love the skin of like like a fried chicken. Love the skin, but yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't work without the chicken. <laughs> um, it's all symbiosis. Um, you did not I, use that word right. I know. I, I realized that. I was hoping we would just move on. Um, I I will say I've been eating less skin recently because I actually am trying to watch my cholesterol because it has been very high. Um, oh my god! Am I the demon? Don't no. answer that. No, you're a demon. You're just not that demon. Okay. <laughs> um, so that night, as they're doing research, um, Cam is in the steam room. He's in the steam room, which Foyne. Listen, he is no, dick, uh, like and th- it does become important later, but there's really not too much important to importance to it now yeah. because he's just sitting in the steam room, and then um, the coach comes in and says, "Like, oh, go hit. That's enough. Go hit the showers." Yeah. And it's very, um, it's played up very like, what's that noise? Who's coming in? Oh, it's the coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like, I'm guessing after he takes like his shower or whatever, he bumps into Xander. Mm-hmm. Xander, of course, like is giving him like a load of shit for getting beat up by Buffy. And uh, <laughs> then like, then Camps is like, oh, I'm hungry. And, and Xander yeah. says... Cafeteria's closed, Cam. He's like, not for me. And, like, that's supposed to be impressive. I, and he, like, just fucking walks into the cafeteria. I was like, I, I literally said, as we were watching the episode, I went, weird flex, man. <laughs> um, and, like, yeah, what's he going to do in there? Is Are there just, like, He specially... walks in the cafeteria, and there's clearly, like, just empty trays and pans, unless he's looking for, like, a leftover snake. I was going to say, is he <laughs> <laughs> gonna go back into the kitchen and whip himself something up or, or are there special meals in the kitchen for like remember when cordelia had like way back in season one the medically prescribed meals oh yeah Did, <laughs> does the swim team have that? <laughs> um but uh xander um is um still the the uh Pushy button, get a soda. The vending machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, what is wrong with you today, dude? (laughs) I am in a place. But yeah, he's deciding between chair between grape and orange soda. Okay, so I guess this is this is really the question. What would you choose in that? I I already said my choice while we were watching. I would choose grape. I mean, I can't drink soda. Oh, fuck. I I always forget that. Okay. So So unless they had like Hawaiian punch on there, then that's... Grape juice or orange juice? I mean, it's grape juice. Okay. Yeah. Even though I should probably... I need orange juice right now more than ever, but... uh... More than ever. That was very dramatic. (laughs) I need vitamin C more than ever. No, um, I honestly do not drink orange juice unless there's vodka in it. What about uh, mimosas? No, I'm not a fan of mimosas. And okay. Plus, isn't champagne uh, carbonated? Oh, it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure like the orange can probably flatten it a little bit. It but... does, but it's still got yeah. the carbonate. Wait, can you drink tonic water? I don't know if I've ever tried. So you... 
You can't have gin and tonics. That's okay. No, it's not. Gin and tonics are my favorite. I like vodka cranberries and white Russians. There's plenty of drinks out there. No. It's just... Gin and tonics are my favorite. But they don't have to be my favorite. But... <laughs> uh, so while he's making this Sophie's Choice origin grape... Aww. <laughs> I feel like we degrade like the actual importance of that story (laughs) for a long time i didn't know what it was i just was i heard the phrase sophie's choice and then i was like oh it's like choosing between two like really difficult things and then i actually watched the movie like a year or two ago and i was like oh it refers to choosing which of your two children will die in the holocaust and i was like oh yeah um but anyway um maybe the dingoes ate your baby (laughs) No. It was also a Meryl Streep movie. I know, but... (laughs) Stop. Butter! (laughs) It's another Meryl Streep movie. But anyway... (laughs) So... I've I've completely lost it, man. Um, (laughs) Who cares? It's Go Fish. Nobody cares about this fucking episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, He hears Cameron scream. uh, And he runs in. uh, And... um, There's... A fish monster. Not as sexy as the one from The Shape of Water, but... Like, uh, literally, this thing looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon meets Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah! That is... I mean, obviously, the Black Lagoon reference was already there just by virtue of it, but I hadn't thought of the Shred... Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't hate the design of no, of it's, these. It, it's 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 not honestly bad. it's cool and like what later um, when Gage is turning into the monster and you, like that's those are actually some pretty cool prosthetics it, when he holds his hand up yeah and, like, which is gonna be I think in starting in season three is a credits image okay um, of uh, of that I I always recognize our credits <laughs> images but yeah no it's actually it, it, it it's actually pretty cool I mean it's. It's also a little cheesy, but I think, like, even when done in the shape of water, a fish monster still looks fucking cheesy. It's always going to. I mean, the idea of it is kind of inherently cheesy. Yeah. Um, So, in the library, Cordelia is sketching the creature and... Which, by the way, like, has has she done, like, art before? Not that I remember. (laughs) Um, she's but now she's like a police to... sketch artist all of a sudden. <laughs> well, she's certainly, while, while it's not bad, um, she's certainly not up to Angelus's standards. Oh, God. <laughs> but at the same time, she has not had 200 years to uh, perfect to, her to perfect art. It. <laughs> Did you draw this? That's awful for an adult. <laughs> I'm going to milk the shit out of that reference. But, uh, yeah, and... Um... I love like the tone that Giles has of Xander and this like so Are you sure that's what you saw, Xander? Um <laughs> like, and it all leads to this joke. That... I love how we have as much respect for Xander as Giles does. <laughs> um uh, they um, it all leads to this bit where basically they determine that Xander didn't get a good look because quote, he ran away like a woman, which is problematic, but Yeah. Um, they, um, Buffy and Willow return. They've determined that Cameron and Dodd were the two best swimmers on the team. And the next best swimmer is... Is Gage. Gage. So, Buffy is tasked with discreetly shadowing Gage. 
she does one of those two things. <laughs> she shadows them. Um, they, uh, oh my they... god, like they show the scene where like uh, he's playing a Game Boy. OG um, Game Boy. Yes, this is an OG Game Boy. And it's really funny because uh, at first Harrison asks like, is this a Game Boy Color? No, 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 and... no. I, I wasn't asking if it oh. was a Game Boy Color. I knew it was original Game Boy. Um, but I, I was curious... When Game Boy Color came out, would it be realistic that he would have been playing an OG Game Boy, or so, should he have been playing? To an answer Game that Boy question, Color? the original game or the Game Boy Color came out in Japan in May of 1998. So this episode air. So uh, I thought this was was this in March. This is May. It was May. Yeah. All right. Well, I've already forgotten that. That's how little I care about this episode. <laughs> um, but uh, it did not come to America until November of that okay. year. So it, it is. So unless he's got, unless he's got the hookup, unless he, <laughs> unless he's a secret like super gamer who like gets imported stuff from Japan, which I don't know, he's a swimmer, he gets all the shit he wants. What game do you think he was playing? Probably something lame like Tetris, and I'm not saying that like Tetris is lame because Tetris is one of the greatest video games of all time. I'm saying that like it's like it, it, it's if basic. Yeah, it, it is very basic. Um, we already know he likes basic games because he was playing solitaire. Yeah. So I was thinking he was playing, and this is gonna this is gonna be weird um, because it's the only game I can remember playing on on an original Game Boy. I know I played others, but this is the only one like I really remember. I had this Mickey Mouse game that was like you had to collect keys, and maybe some things were haunted, and like. So it's like, um, that's a, that's like, um, Mansion of Illusion or something like that. Cause um, I think it was on the Genesis as well. Um, I'm, I'm searching Castle Mickey of Illusion. Um, original Game Boy. Um, it was like one of my favorites and. Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Let me check. I think, so this is out for the Genesis, um. And the Game Gear. Would you say it was Castle of Illusion? Um, oh, it looks like it was just um, looks like it was just on the Sega system. So, um, no, it's not. That's not it. Um, but I, I have, I, so I found um, a a video of this game. Oh, the game. I think the game is the game is just called Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. Um. It that's was easy. a 1989 action puzzle video game released by Nintendo, uh, released for the Nintendo Game Boy, um, and we are so easily distracted in this episode. I know. Um, yeah, so it's it it doesn't even appear that this game has a like a Wikipedia page, but I have vivid memories. Oh, of I'm sure. It. I would, if you know, if I had to guess, if I wanted to guess something, I would say that uh, he's playing Donkey Kong Land. Oh, um, I'd like I, that. I think you're probably right. Um, um, but what was the cartridge yellow though? Because those games were known for having like the uh, bright no, yellow it was cartridges. Definitely a gray cartridge. Okay, so then definitely Tetris. Yeah, Tetris or Doctor Mario or something <laughs> like that. Um, but while he's playing this, she is Buffy is him very chalantly. <laughs> like, because it's not nonchalantly. Like, oh my god! She is like just 
staring at him while holding a magazine that apparently she's supposed to look like she's reading, but it's upside, it's down. upside down. It's upside down. Um, like, well, hasn't she tailed people at least once? Um, I know she definitely did it in I, Robot You, Jane, and I seem to recall <laughs> she was bad at it in that episode, too. <laughs> it's just not one of her skills. It's like driving. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy is bad at driving and tailing people, and she's really bad at tailing people in a car. Um, so, while she's doing that, Willow has remembered kind of Jonathan's threat, and she's... Um, uh, she's gonna crack him like an egg, <laughs> and she she has him in the computer lab. She's got the lights out. She's got one like lamp shined on him. And Willow's continuing to like be on a power trip this week. Oh, my I think last week was God. so much was such like a power trip for her. Then now she's like doing it without um without uh even she's just kind of assuming power. Like this is my house, <laughs> so. <laughs> She's like, uh, she goes on this whole rant about like, I know you like wanted to get revenge, blah, blah. And he's like, yes, yes, you're right. And she says, and I've got the quote here. So you delved into the black arts and conjured up a hell beast from the ocean's depths to wreak your vengeance. Why does it have to be black? Didn't you? (laughs) And Jonathan says, what? No, I snuck in yesterday and peed in the pool. And Willow lets out, First, a very sad and disappointed oh, oh. and then a ew. ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's great. Um, there's also um, oh shit, Buffy says something really funny. Oh, they're talking about the the monsters and um, I. Uh, Xander, oh no, uh, Cordelia refers to them as the monster from the Blue Lagoon. Oh yeah. And uh, Xander corrects her, it's the monster from the Black Lagoon. Brooke Shields is the creature from the Blue Lagoon. Um, And I made the comment like, you know what, I think of all the movie references that Xander has made, I think this might be one he actually has seen. Yep. Because Brooke Shields gets naked in it. And as I mentioned, I can't quite, you know, I also watched that movie for its nudity. Not a Brooke Shields. Could give a shit. Um, but uh, Christopher Atkins is boing. Okay. Um, and did a lot of nudity. Um, um, while uh, that is happening, um, Xander overhears uh, Principal Snyder and the coach uh, talking about how they need another swimmer, they won't be able to compete. They don't even care if the guy can swim. He just needs to be able to wear a speedo. Xander has a plan. <laughs> uh, it, at that moment, it reminded me of like uh, so. The last season of BoJack Horseman just came out. Uh, oh, yes, it did. Like uh, <laughs> last week, um, from our perspective of filming or recording, <laughs> and. Uh, and I, 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 it always reminds me of like, oh, whenever somebody says like, what kind of idiot would do this? And then like immediately cuts to Mr. Peanut Butter. And <laughs> so that's immediately what I thought of when, when they're like, oh, it doesn't, he doesn't need to be good. All he needs to do is wear a swimsuit. And Xander's <laughs> just right immediately there. like, I could be that idiot. <laughs> I don't have to be good. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> um, Buffy continues her inept. <laughs> 
tailing of Gage at the bronze uh, where she is sitting next to a cake stand that has a bunch of boxes of animal crackers in it. Okay. No, so, like, um, John made the comment that, like, it's one of those, like, uh, crazy places that's, like, a bar but for kids and not, like, serving alcohol. Right. Those things do exist. There was one in Louisville. I, okay, I, no, I have said this on the podcast before. I, 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 early in season one, I was like, I know there was a place like this. No, there was. Thank you. No, there was. It was, um, it was close to Preston Highway. Um, what was it called? I don't remember. I remember going there once and it was kind of like, it, it was like supposed to be, oh, it's not an arcade. It's cooler than that. Even though it had arcade games and like pool tables and uh you go up and get soft drinks and stuff like that and of course that loud music blaring but yeah like it was like the kids at the grade school that i went to apparently they liked going there and and i'm like this seems a lot like it's a bar just not cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and in some bars um well i don't know about some bars but um connection which was a gay club that was in louisville it's since closed but they had like Un, like under 21 nights oh yeah I remember those you could like if you were 18 if you were old, you had to be older than 18 but if you were under so if you were 18 19 or 20 you could come to the bar but you had to some, you had to have someone with you who was 21 or older and they, of course they wouldn't serve you uh, wouldn't serve you alcohol yeah. but you could still like dance and um, so I and always I to wanted to go to the connection yeah. um <laughs> Just because, like, I wanted to go to a uh, gay bar with my friend just to see what it was like with Ben. We never got to go. And um, I still don't think I've actually been to... Well, I've been to nowhere with Ben um, and Big Bar. But, like... You th- those Big Bar with us, too. Yeah, those are, like, those are gay bars, though. Shout um, out... Uh, well, Nowhere's not a gay bar yeah, anymore. Nowhere's... Yeah. Um, I have, however, been to play, though. You don't like play? I like... I I am um, uh, I. That was a really weird <laughs> smile. Well, I'm just like I don't I don't want to be mean, um, but I I I like the atmosphere of play. I've had always had fun when I go to play, but um, I I I hate that there's always a cover no matter what's going on, uh, and it's really expensive. Yeah. And then um, I it just I think it's really, it's very expensive to go to play. Back to the animal crackers and the bronze. Oh my god! So Buffy just can't keep it together. She's just like she's just like staring at him, like, um, and he notices because obviously he notices. Um, she he confronts her and. He is really aggressive with her, but at the same time, she's been following him and like stalking him. I, I think. I, it, I think fair. at this point, like him, like being like, "What are you doing?" Um, I'm getting another beta. The uh, like him addressing her the way that he did is like reasonable I because so. I mean, if somebody has been stalking you, I mean, it doesn't matter what your character yeah. is. It's um, stalking is stalking. Yeah. And, uh, so she, and at first Buffy tries to say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a swim groupie. I love the way chlorine makes a man smell. And, uh, which fair. Yeah. And like, and 
and Gage just is like, oh, Cam told me like what you're all about or whatever. And, uh, which isn't good, but also Buffy's not doing anything to help her case either. No. So he leaves the bronze and says, uh, I think he like says bitch maybe. And that's he calls when her a psycho bitch. Okay. And that's when Angelus comes mm-hmm. out and says, Oh, you must be talking about Buffy. He was and... waiting for that. Like, <laughs> like dude, Angelus do something else. Like work on your art. But, uh, so yeah, and like he's just uh he's just talking about uh so like they're both kind of just saying like, "Oh god, I can't stand that Buffy." And uh and um and and Angela says like, "Oh, somebody should do something about it." And he's like and he's like, "Yeah, I wish I could." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry. I'm looking for recruits." And like bites him. So mm-hmm. he meant to turn yeah, engage, which is I, interesting. It's interesting, but we're never gonna yeah. talk about it again. Yeah, it's it's not like Angelus is building an army because he's not. Yeah. Um They uh but what um when after what is interesting is I mean it's not interesting, but it's it, important. Um is when Angelus bites him, he immediately stops and spits the blood out. Yeah. Um so And for a minute, like for some reason, uh when I originally thought about Back to this episode, I thought that he said something like, oh, you're rotten or something like that. But that is not the case. Now, maybe you said it on your first like view of this episode. You were watching this episode and just at that moment you said to the episode, oh, you're rotten. So interesting story about this <laughs> episode. It, it this is, is the This episode is the first thing I ever saw of Buffy. Wait, fucking for real? Yeah. And here's why. I did not know this. Here's why. I know. I was I was waiting for this reveal. Oh my god. Here's why. You, I, you're, so, you're so pleased with yourself. When I, it, on your face right now, you're just like, oh. Okay. Don't, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Tell careful, me. Richard. That canary will ruin your dinner. <laughs> sorry. I was watching Gilmore Girl clips yesterday. <laughs> um, so my dad watched Buffy when it was originally on the air. I did not um, because I was kind of like... I was more of like, oh, if it's not a cartoon, it's not worth my time. Fair. Um, and uh, so, which is only like slightly what, how I am now. Um, so, uh, but no, like cartoon, my dad, it might be worth my, my time. dad would always, uh, my dad would always uh, talk about like, um, my dad would talk about Buffy and obviously like I heard about people talk about it. So like one night he was watching an episode in the other room. And so I went and like sat down and watched a little bit with him. And I distinctly remember like Xander coming out like his speedo or whatever, and uh, and also like the scene where Angelus is like uh, biting um, like uh, Gage, mm-hmm. and that is literally the first thing I ever saw in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I am. Um, how have we known each other for ten years, and this is like the first time hearing of this? I've been saving it for a special occasion. You've done it. <laughs> Like, no, Harrison's eyes got so wide I when I said that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, They're still wide. I love that. I mean, I don't love that for you. Also, but I also, um, in eighth grade, I would uh, I would turn the channel um, to uh, after school um, while I would wait for my mom to get off work. I would like change the channel to like uh, just whatever, and uh, I remember changing it to Buffy every now and again. And the only episode that ever came up every time 
was the episode with uh, Balthazar, that fat fuck in the pool. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that demon. Like, that was season one. No, that's season three. Season three? Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> I broke one of our rules. Um, I remember always seeing... I don't I don't think I ever watched, a, a, like, the show at all before, um, before I, like, sat down to watch it. But I remember seeing in like 2000 um like ads for it on the wb yeah and um i i think like looking back i'm pretty sure those were would have been season five ads because i i distinctly remember um a character who has not appeared yet who will appear in season three and then will become a major character for the rest of the series. Does this character's name start with an A? It does. Okay. Um, and uh, have I met the actress who plays this character? You have. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember, I like, I, when she first appeared on the show, I remember going, "Oh, it's her from those ads. <laughs> oh, it's like, that girl." From those. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. So. Angelus spits his blood out and also throws him at Buffy. Like, yeah. not pushes, throws him. <laughs> he, like, leaves the ground and collides with Buffy. Um, and then Angelus runs off, and then that's it. That's all we see of Angelus this episode. Yeah, like, I wish the episode was just as long as Angelus' scene. <laughs> like I said, this is a this is an important Buffy episode for me, and now you know why. <laughs> um, so the next day, Buffy, Cordelia, and Willow are watching swim practice. Um, oh, actually, it's important to note after the Angelus encounter, um, and Gage Buffy- Gage says, "Walk me home." <laughs> <laughs> He's um, like, oh man, this girl's gonna take care of me. <laughs> um, and then the next day, they're watching some practice, and Gage stops, as I mentioned earlier. The middle of a like, lap, and like, lifts up his goggles and waves at it's her, like, like, oh my god, we're friends now! Oh my, and it's part of me is just like, oh my god, maybe Gage would have like turned his shit around if he hadn't turned into a fish monster. Yeah, like that uh, that one gay guy from... Uh, Larry, yeah. Yeah, Larry. Larry. Um, they... Uh, as as they're watching, they kind of um, they're they're pondering why Angelus would have spit out Gage's blood. Buffy says, "I think the obvious the obvious steroids." Yeah, um, and it explains why the swim team's been acting up so much recently. It explains why they've been doing well. Why they've been doing well. Um, and then uh, someone well, walks well, into the room. Well, Holy well. shit! fucking porn music plays like, <laughs> for real goddamn porn music plays and Cordelia is smitten by the new like member of the team walking which in. by the way they have plenty of time to look at him and they and do not watch first yeah they do not look at his face because like um because uh, they're all like, whoa. And uh, and Cordelia says, like, now that's the kind of man that I... Looks up and sees that it's Xander. And so, like, all of them were looking at his crotch. I, I think... Because the, cam- and the camera goes right to crotch. Well, it goes, like, to upper thigh and pans up <laughs> to face... I, I I do believe that we are supposed to take that that is the trajectory that those girls have. <laughs> and listen, as a very gay man... Yes, that is, <laughs> that is exactly what would happen. A guy 
a, a hot guy walking in in a speedo. Sorry, face is not the first thing you look at. <laughs> it's just not. Um, and I, I want to say. Nicholas Brendan, they dress him down and they dress him in a lot of baggy clothes. <laughs> but he's looking pretty foing. I think I know what are what are promo images this week. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a GIF and just like have it be like the slow the slow rise up. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know how to do that. Might have to do some research. I bet you could find oh, it. Oh, I was saying I guess I could probably find it. It probably exists, you're right. Um they he reveals that they have uh he's joined the team uh he's undercover and buffy says not Not much much. (laughs) and um (laughs) my my favorite is when um xander's saying like oh i like i'm i'm gonna keep an eye on gage when when, you can't when you can't when when buffy can't and and will just says what do you mean when you're nude And Buffy, like, nudges her, and she went, I meant changing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Will, when you're nude? When you're nude. And, and, like, gleefully, too. There's there's something that's, like, no, no. Of all the poor writing choices in this this, uh, episode, this is a good writing choice, because nude is a much funnier word than naked true so like you said oh you mean when you're naked or when you're nude because <laughs> you get to like you have that ooh sound to really just draw it out if you want to like That's nude good oh, <laughs> um so um i think i found my favorite of the wiki this week it's not it's not really like out there but um it's just funny to me it says, later, the team soaks in the sauna. Xander continues to babble, but no one pays attention. <laughs> and then claws come up through a grate out of sight of the team. So that's important. Yeah, um, like Xander's leaving, uh, she, and uh, Buffy's waiting, and he says, like, oh, tag, you're it. Yep. And uh, she hears a scream, because now there's a... One of the uh, Shredder Shredder Lagoon monsters is um, there. They are officially credited, at least. I, well, I'm not going to say officially, but according to the Buffy Wiki, which is are, the Bible, <laughs> um, they are the Gill monsters. The Gill monsters. Okay. Um, well, like, which I I I should have checked my um, my Watcher's Guide because um, the Watcher's Guide is like official. Yeah. Um, but the Gill monsters are uh, there's a Gill monster there. Uh, like with Gage, Buffy runs in, and as we mentioned before, like uh, that's this is when she finds out, like as Gage start, like Gage he falls molts. down. Yeah, he molts. He rips open his chest, like rips the skin off his chest, and like has the Gill Monster hand come out of his hand. Which again, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. A, those are good prosthetics. Yeah, um, kind of like killed by death. It's like you know, it's a cool monster. It's just. Not like, in a bad episode. Yeah. Um, although, I think Killed by Death is better, but it's not good. Um, co- the coach uh, saves Buffy. Um, and it's... Um, I'm going to choose this moment to reveal the trivia that I learned earlier. Um, coach Marin is played by Charles Cyphers, who... 
many may know him from, I know him as uh, Sheriff Brackett in Halloween and Halloween 2, um, Annie's father. And uh, in Halloween 2, he is one of the three top billed actors. It's him, Donald Pleasance, and of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. Even though he's only in the first scene of the movie when he fought, when they like recover Annie's body. So, um, and uh, the other major figure of the staff is the nurse who um, oh, I, I always forget. I always forget the actress's name because it's a very interesting name that I don't come across too often. Uh, Conchata Farrell. Oh, that's a nice name. And um, yeah, like, so if you've watched this episode and are familiar with Two and a Half Men. Uh, oh, she's, she's definitely... The, she's Berta. Yes. Okay. Um, she was also in L.A. Law, um, which she got uh, supporting actress nominations for from the Primetime Emmys for both of those. She's been on several shows. Um, and uh, But the, the movie that sticks out to me... Um, and I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, oh, she's in Frankie, Frank and Weenie. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Mr. Deeds. Okay. Because she is in that. She's like the woman who works at the pizza place with Deeds. And um, but I'm pretty sure she is in Network. She's either in Network or Wall Street. And I just remember thinking like, oh hey, that's that actress. Um, and it's not showing up. Network was in the 70s. Uh, damn it. No, she wasn't in that. So she was in some movie and I like, but yeah, she has been on several, several TV shows. She was even on BJ and the Bear. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, like you have probably seen her in something. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Um, uh, Two and a Half Men is not a show that I enjoy. Oh no, the show's terrible. uh, Like, the show is god-awful. How it stayed on the air for so long. In the few times I, like, happened to catch it while, quite frankly, someone in my family was watching it, I do remember that, like, that character and that actress. I was like, oh, you seem like the only thing about the show that (laughs) might be enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so, um... We, at this point, Buffy reveals to the coach, like, they are, um, they're becoming these monsters. Yeah. Um, And we learn that, um, no, we don't learn this here, but we're going to learn that the coach is the one providing them with the steroids that are turning them into the monsters. Um, Buffy and Giles go hunting, but they fail. (laughs) <laughs> not, nothing really comes of that they just yeah and uh Xander is am I skipping ahead or is the next nope. part with Xander's in, in the, the sauna, sauna yeah. and he's like hey do you guys know where I can pick up some stuff you know to enhance my performance yep steroids and, <laughs> like so yeah like the Scooby gang is just not on subtlety this week no they're not uh not working at the top of their game except for Willow but then again like Willow was completely wrong about Jonathan true so but she did get the uh, truth out of him. We do learn later. Uh, it's well earlier. It's in the scene with the pool where, uh, and I can't believe we skipped over this because it's a really funny moment where 
um, Buffy's like, oh, did you get the truth out of Jonathan? And she's like, yeah, the trick is you don't leave a mark. <laughs> uh, but that's, they reveal, but Willow reveals that all Jonathan did was pee in the pool right before Xander dives in. <laughs> and all three of the girls are like, ew. <laughs> Um, in all fairness, the rest of the swim team was swimming in the pee as well. True. I mean, at that point, I mean, they clean pools. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, Xander learns from the swimmers that the steroids are in the steam from the sauna. So, Jason. You're sitting in it, bro. I'm, I'm going to turn to you once again as our resident scientist. No, no. Does that seem realistic to you? I mean... And once it, again, knowing that this is not necessarily... Specifically, what yeah, you're, it, what you do. It's not even close. <laughs> it is possible to have like some things in aerosol form. So um, now, normally, uh, like normally, I feel like with um, steam rooms, like that's kind of. I feel like the. I feel like the that's more of like kind of like almost a purification thing, where like okay. the water is separating from that. But surprisingly, there's a similar episode in Smallville <laughs> where uh, the um, the steam the steam, the rocks used in the steam room are kryptonite, mm-hmm. and that like allows the coach to like get fire powers or something like that because okay. he like sweats in there a lot. And uh, but yeah, I. I'm not the best person to ask about okay. this, and I wish you would clear these with me beforehand. <laughs> if you want to do like a little science minute, that's perfectly fine. But I'm into science minute. Okay, we'll talk. But yeah, let's let, let's let's work on this before we start recording, so I don't look like an ass. Fair. Um, so at this point, we do learn that the ner- the the. Um, he the the coach has been providing the steroids and the nurse has also been in the, in the know about this. The nurse is like at this point it's like oh my god they're turning into fish monsters we should stop. Um, but he basically throws her into like a sewer grate where the where he's been keeping the the, the students um, and they kill her. So that's good were bad don't have a lot of feelings about it yeah and like it's time for the it's time for the boys to eat yeah they um yeah it's just it's hard to care like <laughs> you know it's just like okay he kills her like, yeah the nurse is like such I mean as much as I love that actress that actress actor excuse me um the uh I have to say that uh, it's just not like she she wasn't really important to the story. Like, yeah. there's like that this one moment where she's like, "Hey, we need to stop this" or whatever, and then she gets killed. Yeah. Um. So Buffy and Giles lock up the rest of the swim team to prevent them from be- becoming fish monsters. I guess <laughs> uh, she goes to confront the coach. Um, but Xander they, is freaking out, by the way, because now he thinks that he's going to turn into a fish monster. Which, fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, he and Cordy are at the pool. Yeah. And uh, here's here's your favorite part of the episode. I actually do think this is really nice. Um, so, they're at the pool. Cordelia, they're, 
um, they're looking for a like a specific member of the team who wasn't with the rest of the team. Yeah. And um, while Cordelia's back is turned, she hears a splash in the pool. And a gill monster is in there. A gill monster is in there. And she thinks it's Xander. It's Xander. And um, she says, and I've got the quote here, she says, <laughs> Um, as to like into the pool as this gill monster swimming around, she says, "It's me, Cordelia. I know you can't answer me, but God, this is all my fault. You joined the swim team to impress me, which he did. He didn't. <laughs> um, you were so courageous, which okay, yeah, sort of fair. Uh, and you looked really hot in those speedos. He did. <laughs> and I want you to know that I still care about you, no matter what you look like, and and we can still date." Or not. I mean, I understand if you want to see other fish. <laughs> I'll do everything I can to make your quality of life better, whether that means little bath toys or whatever. And then Xander appears beside her and he's like, that's not me. <laughs> and um, I just... Yes, it's silly, but I think... It's sweet. I, yeah, it's sweet. And she's sincere. Like, um, So I just... We have seen this relationship really evolve from, you know, the hate fucking without the fucking yeah. to, you know, it's okay if you want to see other fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, while all that is happening, Coach Marin, like, knocks Buffy into the pit because... Ugh. Uh, oh, gross. His boys have had their dinner, referring to the nurse, but they have other needs. He throws Buffy in there to get fucked by the fish boys. It's so fucked up. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just another instance of this And guess what? You know what? They, they, assault place. yeah, they kind of one up it even more at like later. Yeah, because Xander is able to, um, Xander is able to like find out where Buffy is and he like beats up the coach and, uh, pulls Buffy out of the tank or whatever. And then the, I'm going to pause you right there okay. because I have actually found the end-all be-all in this Ricky. And <laughs> so it's right after Xander rescues Buffy. In parentheses, it says, Note, this is the second time, and then in uh, italicis, in one and the same episode, that someone has conveniently shown up at the last possible moment to rescue Buffy, of all people, from certain doom. It's a bit of editorializing there. Yeah, but also, <laughs> a little bit. It's fair. Like I do love the of all people. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, so then like uh, they knock the coach into the tank. Yeah. Buffy does her um, the necessary hero tries to save the villain but fails. And um, he's like, and he's in the water and he's like, boys, boys, they cut away. And you hear stuff, but you only see Buffy and Xander. And Buffy says... Wow, they really like their coach. Right. And I'm like, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. That and is I, really fucked I'm up. Gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be generous and say maybe it's not a rape joke. Maybe it's a a food joke. But I don't think. No, that's the like he he said that they already had their dinner. Yeah. It's, so uh, it's it's dark and it's not a. I mean, yes, this guy was a bad guy, but it's. I think there's a line. I think there's a line. There is a line, and yeah. Buffy crossed it in the I not just, so great I, way. I disagree. I don't think Buffy crossed it. 
I, I'm talking about the show. Oh, but I, I was gonna say. I think this is a. I I really think there's sometimes you just have to go. Those were the writers and not the characters. Oh and yeah, you have to. Be, no, no, I'm talking about the show. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it leaves you in a bad. And then yeah, then you know we learn. This all wraps up. We learn that the team is they are cured. Okay, sure. Um, and then the gill monsters swim out into the ocean. And, yeah, and like, where do you think they're gonna? I don't think we're gonna see them again. And and uh, Giles says, "But it makes you think that." He's like, "Oh, I think they're going home." And it just shows them like swimming into the ocean. Who could give so, a shit? <laughs> honestly, it even seems like, oh, this is supposed to be deep, like what Cam was saying at the beginning of the episode. Right. And it's still just as cheesy. And just like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so. I'm going to say something that uh, potentially could be controversial. Uh-huh. I think based on some comments you made the other night when we were talking, you'll agree with me, but maybe not everyone will. But I watched Joker the other night. Okay. I hate that bullshit, fake deep, think you're saying something important and you're not. And that's how I felt about that movie, and that's how I felt about the end of this episode. <laughs> like, um, it, yes, that, that oh, oh, they're going home. Actually, they're not. Actually, they're four teenage all boys. I could, yeah, all I could think about like, is like, oh, is that what you're going to tell their families? Yeah. They, and they didn't want that. They weren't fish people beforehand. Uh, like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not a good look episode. Nope. Um, so that's Go Fish. Um, I was going to say, I don't, uh, I have a couple little bits of, I, I, I want to talk about the music real quick. Um, oh shit, I, I just learned this. Uh, Helen Hampton is uh, David Fury's wife. So. Whoops. <laughs> um, uh, music wise, the song that's playing during the beach party is by a band called Naked. The song is Man's Chinese. Oh, they've been on, um, okay. they I'm were in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Oh, were they? Yeah, I only remember that because, or maybe the song that was playing was Naked, but like, I remember that because like, uh, Buffy was nude in that episode. <laughs> um, let's find out real quick. Um, while that's, um... Or maybe it was a surprise or innocence or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Uh, Naked was the band. Uh, they were playing the song Drift Away when Cordelia dumped Xander. Uh-huh. Good good callback. I, I missed that. Uh, it, it was literally because of <laughs> just Naked and we were joking about it. Um, there is Nudist a funny. band called... The band playing at the Bronze uh, when Buffy is spying on Gage is called Nero's Rome. And the song is called If You Listen. I wonder if they're fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, so th- that's the music in this stuff, but it doesn't stand out a lot. Um, also, this is the last episode where we're going to see the opening prologue. The um, It's been unto, spotty. Yeah, unto every generation. Yeah, so goodbye, goodbye unto every generation a Slayer is born. That's okay. We kind of know the deal now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, also, not shockingly, I think you'll find this episode was originally intended to be a pre-Angel Losing His Soul episode. Yeah, it seemed like they had a couple of episodes like mapped out like uh, passion and surprise and innocence. Mm-hmm. But then after that, they're like, oh shit, we... I mean, they did... <coughs> 
Excuse me. They did Surprise and Innocence at the right time. It's just that they didn't have, like, a lot of good filler stuff in there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Go Fish. Um, huh. I'm, I, I honestly, I give this episode, it might be the lowest episode, or lowest grade I give. I'm giving this episode one fish. I'm giving it a half a hush puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I do think there are some good moments. I love Willow in this episode. I like Willow is doing great work. Allison <laughs> Hannigan doing great work. I like the um, I like the Cordelia scene at the pool. I think that's really nice. I am pro in. I'm very pro hot guys and speedos. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything else just sucks. Yeah, like the tone is strange, and some of the humor is just borderline inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not your best effort, uh, Buffy. But you know, maybe, maybe. I just mean, the maybe next, next week, the next episode has to be really <laughs> awesome to make up for this shit. Um, so, um, Jason, do you have drinking uh, a drinking game rule for this week? Anytime you say "ugh." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say, um, take a shot for every, um, every bulge in a Speedo. <laughs> oh man, that first scene with the, with the swim team is gonna kill you. Mm, fine by me. Love to be killed by a swim team. <laughs> it's the battle of the bulge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. So that's going in the promo. <laughs> Jason, would you like to take us out? I'd love to. Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with the beginning of my favorite episode in the series, Becoming Part 1. I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. That's spelled C-O-F-F-M-A-N. And I'm Jason. You can find me at those usual places. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yummy J. <laughs> you can find Did us. Did you say yummy, Jay? No, yummy. It's it's yummy. Yummy. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. I should make it yummy, Jay, though. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy, or you can email us if you have something longer to say at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, where we will release a short video with each episode where we will discuss spoilers that we can't talk about on the podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. I personally go with Spoofy, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, each week, we like to give a shout-out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we are highlighting the Ocean Foundation. Uh, the Ocean Foundation's mission is to support, strengthen, and promote those organizations dedicated to reversing the trend of destruction of ocean environments around the world. They focus our collective expertise on emerging threats in in order to generate cutting-edge solutions and better strategies for implementation. Visit www.oceanfdn.org for more information. Also, a lot of gill monsters call the ocean home. So. Yeah. So, we gotta protect it for them. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Well, until next time... Go slay. And be gay. Bye. Bye bye. Stop. <laughs> I thought he stopped. <laughs>